Welcome to A Sky Full of Stars, a program where we honor and talk about each of Mary's titles in the litany of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Join us each episode as we chit-chat about the virtues that the Church ascribes to our Mother. The materials of this program come from the book entitled, A Sky Full of Stars, Get to Know Our Lady Through Her Titles in the Litany. It is written by Joby Provito. And it is available at ourcatholicfaith.net. Let's lift the veil of Mary's many titles, and get to know the Lady within. In this episode, we reflect on the title, Mother of Christ. Let's fall in love with our mother, all over again. Episode 4. Mother of Christ. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today we will reflect on the title, Mother of Christ. In this reflection, we will focus a lot on Christ. Simply because the title leads us to do just that. The word Christ, comes from the Greek word kreen, which means anoint, and Christos, which means anointed one. It is where we get the English word, Christ. In the Old Testament, a substance, usually oil, is used to anoint someone or something to indicate that he, she, or it is under the influence of God. At that time, priests, prophets, and kings were anointed because they were said to be chosen by God. In Hebrew, the word Mashach means, anoint, and Mashiach means, the anointed one. This is where we get the English word, Messiah. So, the word Christ, and Messiah, mean the same thing. We say Jesus is the Messiah that God promised, because he is the second person of the blessed Trinity anointed by the Father's Spirit since his incarnation. We see a manifestation of this during Christ's baptism, when after coming out the water, the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, descends on Jesus. Then, when the Father speaks, he says, This is my beloved Son of whom I am well pleased. It reminds us of Psalm 2, which is a song usually sung during the coronation of a king. There, we meet the phrase, You are my Son, today I have begotten you. The Father's words and the words of the coronation song being so similar is no coincidence. This is because Christ's anointing makes him priest, prophet, and king. And that was what was expected of the Messiah. So, what does it mean when we say Christ is priest, prophet, and king? Christ is a priest because he is the mediator between God and humankind. Mediation has always been an institution between the affairs of God and man. Abraham mediated for Sodom so that God would spare the city from destruction. Moses mediated for the Israelites when God was angry. The chief priest goes into the Holy of Holies during the Day of Atonement to mediate God's mercy by slaughtering an animal victim, and sprinkling its blood on the people. Likewise, Christ came as a priest to mediate the forgiveness of sins by also becoming the victim whose blood washes away our sins. When the Gospel of John describes Christ's clothes as a seamless tunic, during his crucifixion, it is meant for us to think of Christ as a priest. For that is what the High Priest wore during the Day of Atonement. A prophet, on the other hand, is a messenger sent by God to tell the people what is in his mind and heart. In a way, a prophet is a teacher because he instructs God's people on God's ways. Jesus is a prophet because he is God himself talking to us. And revealing to us what is in his heart. He opens scriptures to those who listen to him. 
He taught and prepared the apostles for the era of the church. We mustn't miss the fact that just like the prophets before him, he was killed. Now we move on to Christ as King. When the angel told Mary she would conceive, he said, The Lord will give him the throne of David, his father. It is an indication that Christ is the promised King in the line of David, who will bring God's people together and rids her of her enemies. Christ does not do this in a military way, for his kingdom is not a physical one determined by boundaries. Instead, it is a visible kingdom of the heart. His death and resurrection rid us of our greatest enemies, our attraction to sin, and spiritual death. Christ's kingship is not about being served, but about service to others. He came to empty himself of his life so that we may be forgiven. He governs by love and example. If Jesus is priest, prophet, and king, then there is nothing more important than to partake the benefits of his priesthood, to become a disciple who sits and listens to the prophet, and join his kingdom in a spirit of service. Mary becomes a model of these, par excellence. She took part in the passion of her son, our high priest on that fateful Friday. She was Christ's first disciple, sitting at his feet. When we think of Jesus before his public life, we must imagine he and his mother had conversations, they were not just at home ignoring one another. They must have had wonderful conversations together we wish we could overhear. Mary certainly learned from those conversations. Mary fulfills her role in her son's kingdom when he asked her to be our mother, and later on our queen. It is for these reasons we say that if we stay close to Mary, she will lead us to her son. So, when we invoke her title, Mother of Christ, let us remember that she is the mother of the Messiah, who is anointed priest, prophet, and king for our sake. And so we pray. Holy Virgin of Virgins, pray for us. That is it for this episode of A Sky Full of Stars. I hope you join us in our next episode. May God bless you. And may our mother always keep you in her mantle. See you next time. The contents of this program are based on the book, A Sky Full of Stars. Subtitled, Know Our Lady Through Her Titles in the Litany. Hardbound, paperback, and Kindle versions of the book are available on Amazon. In the Philippines, the paperback is available at ourcatholicfaith.net. Get your copy today. This program is brought to you by The Catholic Talks. Join us again next time for another episode of A Sky Full of Stars. Let's fall in love with our mother all over again.